the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump in his weekly media address says his tax cut proposal would benefit American families and boost the economy. This is the real and lasting tax relief that everyday Americans badly need and truly deserve. The president also out with a series of tweets criticizing San Juan's mayor, Carmen Yulín Cruz, for criticizing the administration's hurricane response. In the Democrats' weekly address, Senator Catherine Cortez Bastos says the president should not question Puerto Rico's financial contribution to its own relief. We wouldn't do this to Florida, Texas, or any of the other 50 states. It's inhumane and irresponsible to keep an open tab on saving lives. The president is responding by citing what he calls such poor leadership ability by the mayor of San Juan and others in Puerto Rico who are not able to get their workers to help. The president set to visit Puerto Rico this coming week. This is SRN News. Hey, this is Mitch Berg of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And perhaps you've heard it's crazy out there. We've got terrorists threatening our liberties every which way you turn. And that's just the Democrats in D.C. and St. Paul. So what are you supposed to do? Well, for starters, tune in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. That's me every Saturday from 1 to 3 and Brad Carlson every Sunday from 2 to 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Listen to The Narn every Saturday at 1 and Sunday at 2 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just after 1 o'clock, and that means it's time for the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Today, guest host Bob Davis in for Mitch Berg. We're glad to have Mr. Davis in studio with us this afternoon. Be sure to tune in tomorrow to Brad Carlson at 2 p.m. And for the best economic insight, tune in to the King Banyan Show every Saturday and Sunday morning at 9 a.m. on Business 1440. From the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center, wonderful weather today, mostly sunny and upper 60s. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back to the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities, perhaps anywhere. And yes, I am now Mr. Davis. It's so interesting because I used to be, I don't know what, but I am now Mr. Davis. So today I will simply be referred to as Mr. Davis, Bob Davis for uh, Mitch Berg today. And thank you, Mitch, for uh, letting me. And thanks for that announcement that says... By the way, this guy that's going to start talking has nothing to do with us. <laughs> His opinions have nothing to do with us. Getting here today was uh, was quite an exercise. This is uh, the this is a broadcast bunker. This radio station uh, twelve eighty and uh, getting here. It's on Cliff Road, uh, and 
because the suzerains at uh, MnDOT have decided, and no one seems to understand why, even the, who's the guy who's the, the chair of the House Transportation Committee? I uh, can't understand uh, why they're closing uh, 35. Um, uh, the whole highway is, of course, not closed. And I'm, I don't count on me for specifics because I don't really care. Uh, but I will tell you that points are suspended during heavy traffic periods. So if you're an aggressive, defensive driver, which means using the whole road, it means um, uh, accelerating to uh, high speeds when necessary to avoid idiots. Um, you get points, especially if, if you make smooth moves where you approach people. Because in Minnesota, if someone if there's a guy in the left lane going 60, just fast enough to be over the speed limit, but just slow enough to be a problem uh, for the rest of us, you can't you can't come up right behind them because they'll slow down. And if they see you coming, they will try to block you because you get points for blocking. Right. Um, so I've developed a system of driving where you. You approach, but you have to kind of hang back until just the right moment to strike. And then you go around them and you get to use the whole road. And I I recommend using the shoulder as well uh, if you need to, to uh, get around idiots. And they really get upset when you do that because they're trying to block you. But in heavy traffic, points are suspended. So if you're in heavy traffic, you do not get points for freaking out and changing lanes. You only get points when you reach highway speeds for getting around and avoiding uh, idiots. Then you get points. So um, that's just the, those are the rules. And uh, I don't know where those rules are written, but they're they're there. So, yeah, they've closed uh, 35 from some point to some other point on a weekend where we have the marathon (laughs) and we have a Vikings game. So Sunday is going to be nuts. It's already nuts out there. There's a there's and don't I'm not doing traffic. That's not where I'm coming from. But I'm just telling you that. um, So when you get around Bloomington and you get into that whole, um, you know, uh, Cedar, whatever Lake Road, seventy-seven, whatever it is, uh, that whole sort of section over there when you get down by the airport is a little bit uh, tricky. It always is anyway. But now you've got all these people that are being dumped off thirty-five, either trying to get north or I don't know what they're doing, and they don't either. So it's a little hard getting to the station. So we were all we're very. We're very nervous and confused, all of us here, because we, we're out of our element because we've gotten here late. And there, by the way, there are a number of people who have come down with the Walking Dead virus. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure the North Koreans have, have infected us with some sort of, because there's all these people suddenly that are sick. And it's fall. Why should we be sick? The flu season doesn't start till like when? February or something? And uh, by the way, I never get a flu shot because it's the only way to survive the walking dead virus. But what if this is it? Cuz haven't you haven't you uh heard from people that have said uh oh god I I've got something. I don't know I caught it from my kids and I I don't, I don't know what it's there it's terrible. And whenever I hear that I haven't been sick for like I don't know how long. So I am convinced that it's some sort of uh walking dead virus that's uh, that's out there. And I do want to tell you, if it, before the end comes, you may have a chance to hang out with AM 1280, The Patriot, because they're bringing Larry Elder to the Twin Cities for the first time on Tuesday, October 24th, if we last that long. Uh, tickets for the main event start at just 15 bucks, which is actually a pretty good That's ch- almost cheaper than a movie. And what movie would you see? They're all terrible. 
uh, I wait till they come on television because my whole life now op- is uh, pretty much surrounds whatever series I'm watching, binging. Just it doesn't matter. So I'm on Netflix, HBO Now, Showtime Now, and I don't watch cable. I don't watch the news. I just watch TV shows. So 15 bucks is a pretty good deal for you. You can get cleaned up, uh, shave. And uh, and and take the wife to this event <laughs> should be pretty good. VIP dinner tickets are ninety nine bucks. So if you're loaded, if you're a loaded retiree, you can uh, go go see Larry, and you're in the VIP room. And I would assume that includes you meet Larry, right? I don't know. I so, so is it is that the deal? Good. I believe so. Uh, and I, my understanding is he's a great guy, so uh, that's super cool. And there's a limited number of tickets available for a post-party meet. That's what it says right here. If I would just read these things before I speak, then I'd be good. Details and tickets at am1280thepatriot.com, and it is sponsored uh, by Lucky's Station and AM1280 The Patriot. So, yeah. So I'm here for Mitch. Every time I do a radio show, people ask me, uh, why are you doing a radio show? Uh, where have you been? Uh, it's just – if I post anything on – so I put something on Facebook that gets um, you know a lot of shares and I get these comments, which I now have to delete because it leads to, uh, it leads to confusion. Um, and the comments are always, well, you know, miss you on the radio. And, and I have to explain. And so I delete all those comments. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that um, shortly. Do I break now or do I break at 15? At 15. Okay, sorry. Just checking. So, uh, well, I can tell you now. So, yeah, uh, it's good to be back. Last time I was here was right before the election, I think, in 2016. And uh, this was... I'm trying to remember if this was before. This would have been after the primary. So I covered the primaries. I went to Iowa. I went to South Carolina. I've been all over the country in mobile podcast command, uh, doing podcasting literally three or four times. I've been doing travels with Charlie over and over and over again. And it's amazing when you actually get out and see the country. And no, the roads do not be need to be replaced. And no, we do not need infrastructure, infrastructure whatever. I, I, this is the most ridiculous thing. But the last time I was here, I think I went through the polls state by state, and I talked about how Trump could win, which was a really heresy at the time because, um, you know, I wasn't advocating. I just simply said, look, you know, things are close enough, according to these polls, in these various states that he could win. And whenever I would go out and, and tell people that, they would just be shocked. What? You know, he can win? Yeah. And again, not saying that I wanted him to win. I'm just saying that uh, the last time I was here, I actually tried to go through those polls and show you that the advocacy media was just, you know, they were advocating rather than telling you uh, or or reciting a a slate of facts regarding the polls. And uh, if you want to hear those, uh, you can go to the BobDavisPodcast.com and just put in the search window polling. And there's, you know, 12 podcasts about that. But this is what I've been doing. And so um, I'm actually glad, given what is going on and what we end up doing today, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit today, that I've been podcasting rather than being on the radio day or radio, radio, or even being on the radio every week because um, – we are suffering from an avalanche of advocacy media in this country where, um, you know, it's the typical thing where you hear the uh, – which we were doing, you know, in 2000 over at uh, that other station that died, um, which was, you know, you'd, 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 you'd get heavy metal music and, you know, 
We never had one of these opens where it was like, Joe Stevens is a good American conservative, and here's Joe. And then Joe comes out and goes, this situation with these Democrats, ah! And, you know, you you like Joe because Joe's a conservative. And now nobody knows what any of that means. I don't know what a conservative is. And I doubt that you know what the conservative is. And remember, no points in heavy traffic. Um, I doubt that anyone knows what you can't. If, if someone said, give me one reason why you're a conservative. Um, and if you said, uh, well, I'm against abortion. OK, that's one. But that, quote unquote, makes you a conservative. I'm not going to do a long thing about that. I'm just saying that's an example. But, you know, funding that stadium was a hell of a good deal because, you know, I think it's right that that uh, that the public commons fund, uh, you know, stadiums for rich people. I've heard that. Well, I'm a conservative, but, you know, you know, I, I think stadiums a pretty good deal because we're going to get to go to really cool, you know, surround. You know, it's time to replace the dome. Remember that whole craziness? Um. So it, is that a conservative or they'll say, I'm a conservative and I believe this. So really what you've got is a bunch of Democrats who are anti fill in the blank. And then I'm that makes you a conservative. And what is a Democrat? I don't know. You know, is it is it is a Democrat a socialist or is a Republican a socialist? I call them red tie socialists versus blue tie socialists. That's how it works, because it's all statism of some sort. It's all government centric solutions to problems. It's all. We're going to reduce taxes, but we're not going to permanently remove the ability of the federal government to tax you because that would be actual tax reform. So what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to give you we're going to give you uh, a little bit more standard deduction. And then we're going to take away we're going to tax your 401k. (laughs) And that's Republican tax reform. (laughs) So I don't know what a Republican or a Democrat or a conservative or a liberal is anymore. But what you have is an avalanche of cons- uh, uh, an avalanche of advocacy media, which tells you what to think rather than gives you the facts that allows you to figure out what to think. And so I want to talk a little bit about podcasting uh, in this show, because I do every time because I am a podcast evangelist. Uh, I believe very strongly in podcasting. In fact, you know, very quickly, uh and this is with all due respect to the radio business, which I am, you know, I've been doing radio since I was 12. So I love radio. I was born in radio. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you a little story and I can't talk too in too much detail because the rating services don't like that. And I respect that because I used to do market research for radio. And, um, you know, radio is measured now with these things called meters, the way television is measured. And very quickly, I'll talk about television. So there are 300 million people in America and there's something like 1,500 to 3,000 meters which measure television viewing. So you have 3,000 people out there, maybe, that tell you who's watching the top show. So whenever you see these things, this shows, you know, Hannity beats Rachel Maddow. Well, <laughs> who knows, you know? Uh, and radio is the same way, except they just use fewer meters because radio is the toy department of the entertainment industry. So what they do is they say, well, instead of 3,000 meters, we'll just use 150 meters. Uh, but uh, radio stations have to put an electric electronic watermark on their podcasts. And I saw an article recently very quickly that said that as much as a third of radio listening is actually uh, people listening to podcasts or their favorite radio shows, which is really scary if you're a broadcaster because, uh, you know, it just shows you how fast podcasting is developing. And yet I still people that still run into people that say, what's a podcast? How do I? 
what do I do? And then you have to show them, and then and then you go, what kind of car do you have? And they tell you, well, I drive a Mercedes, whatever. And you say, yeah, it'll just uh, come on your radio. And they're like, wow, this is great. I can listen to the, you know. So you can find my podcast at uh, thebobdavispodcast.com. And, of course, keep listening to your favorite radio shows on podcasts or on the radio. You know, that's my little pitch for the radio. But I just wanted to say that's how much things have changed. And we're going to talk about that a little bit because I do want to talk about the avalanche of advocacy media and tell you how I've changed uh, in the years. But we'll take a break and come back and talk about that. everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884 or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. To understand why right-wing activists make a mistake in pushing deportation of so-called dreamers, we should consider the reasons for our consistent victories in defending gun rights. For gun owners, this is a personal issue. Restrictive regulations are an interference or an annoyance with real-world impact. For those who choose not to own firearms, gun control is an abstraction with no effect on the way you live. Similarly, for 800,000 undocumented immigrants brought here as children through no fault of their own, the ability to get a work permit is a big deal and fear of deportation is a direct concern. Meanwhile, it's hard to see any personal benefit for anyone else enforcing these people from the country. President Trump is right to ask Congress to protect the dreamers. Any action threatening negative consequences on a significant group of people without offering concrete benefits to someone else amounts to bad policy and terrible politics. I'm Michael Medved. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. 
Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at wnav-video.com. That's wnav-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Remember, points are suspended during heavy traffic. Relax. You don't get the points until you get to highway speeds. Welcome back to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Bob Davis for Mitch Berg this afternoon. Um, what was I talking about? I was talking about uh, advocacy media. And um, it's one of the things that uh, really drives me crazy. I, I told you that podcasting is growing uh, partially because partially because people can find the the material that they want that supports their point of view, which I think is is kind of the paradigm for all uh, digital media. And in a way, that's not good. But uh, we are living in a very reactive world where people are, um, you know, uh, busy telling you what's going to happen and telling you what to do and and who to vote for and what to think. And uh, it, it ends up being very reactive because what you have are all these bought and paid for commentators. Now, I'm not saying they're corrupt. I'm just saying that most uh, media, it doesn't initiate a conversation about anything, uh, an issue or a story where you're going to get, uh, as I said, a recitation of facts or a background so that you can think about it. What you get are all of these reactions. And... Um, I don't think people really understand that that's what's going on. You know, we've certainly heard every reaction in the world to this ridiculous NFL thing, uh, as though it never has ever happened before. Uh, but the biggest story of last week was really ignored. And no, it wasn't that story. No, it wasn't that it wasn't that either. And it well, no, that wasn't it either. It's the Federal Reserve deciding to begin winding down the stimulus known as quantitative easing. And pledging to raise interest rates despite inflation running below their target, which was 2%. Uh, but we were too busy talking about Trump's tweets, whether it's, you know, let's, hey, let's stomp on Puerto Rico. Why not? You know, they can't defend themselves. They don't have cell phones or anything right now. Uh, you know, I want to defend my efforts to do that. So we're going to talk about that now after we talk about the NFL. And he does this all the time. This is how they manage the story. And then what happens is, People go out and they attack Trump for and I really don't care what Trump says about Puerto Rico, because honestly, I, I feel for the people in Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands and everywhere else. But I, it's not on the top of my list of things to care about. But he does it because what it does is it forces then all of these people to go out and write commentaries about, yes, he's right or no, he's not right. Um and so on. And it's just uh, these are all uh, distractions constantly. And so when you listen to television, when you listen to radio, when you read, uh, you know, online, you don't know uh, that um, a writer is working for a think tank with a particular point of view. Um, you don't you don't find out about what the potential effects of withdrawing stimulus by the Federal Reserve will be to the markets, which we will point to and say, see, Trump's making America great because look at the stock market. Well, what happens if the market, the bottom falls out of the market? Then you're going to start seeing all the articles. Well, the market isn't the economy or look what Trump has done to the markets. Well, Trump has nothing to do with it. It's the Federal Reserve at this point. 
uh, and Janet Yellen and the people that are uh, Fed uh, governors, etc. So, so we don't understand or know what the effect of $40 billion of indirect support for the stock market uh, does. And we don't know that the Bank of Japan and the Swiss Central Bank and others are actually buying stocks and will or could withdraw doing that um, because we don't talk about that stuff in this country. We talk about these reactive things because um, what happens is you get these pundits who write commentary, which is fine, that tells you, uh, for example, that we're making America great because we passed all these uh, you know, executive orders that do this, that. Uh, or the other thing. And uh, isn't that great? And do you ever do you ever hear anybody talking about, well, what's the what are the efficacies of uh, of executive orders? You know, uh, how long do they last? Well, the truth is they last as long as the next guy comes in and re- reverses them all, whereas acts of Congress, as we have learned with Obamacare, uh, aren't as easily reversed. This is why we have a legislative branch. This is why we have a bicameral legislative branch. And this is why we have um, you know, a government built of uh, supposedly checks and balances because we don't have people that run the country by fiat. We don't ever talk about these re- things really anymore. We talk about how Trump's right to complain about the NFL or Trump. Next week, you're going to see 40 articles about or you're going to see 40 stories about with these talking heads who are all paid for by think tanks or political agencies or the White House or whatever that are selling a certain point of view. So. What you have to do is turn off the TV and turn off the radio, sorry, uh, you know, to my hosts, and you have to basically sit down and scan the actual news websites. You have to read newspaper articles, financial press, and it really – and I can just hear people say, I'm not reading the New York Times. I only read, you know – Joe the Patriots articles because Joe the Patriots my guy. Well, you're not going to get any other point of view. You're going to get YouTube videos from Mike Rowe. You're going to get whatever. And if you're a left winger, you're going to be watching. God knows what they watch. <laughs> you're going to be watching videos from Bernie Sanders. So we are we are being forced into these uh, groups, which really are arguing two sides of the same coin because. Uh, in many ways, both sides argue government solutions to problems. And uh, this is how uh, we are being manipulated by this. Uh, and it's worse on social media because social media, uh, you can just not follow people that you don't like. And I do it all the time. You know, I've called my I just can't stand anymore. Uh, this is what I'm going to post what this guy said. It's like, what do you it take some time if you want to say something and actually type it up and put it on your Facebook page? Why do you have to put a video of somebody else saying what you said, or worse, an article from a guy who works for a think tank repeating what some other guy said. Well, this is what this is brilliant. Well, no, not really. It's just somebody put their finger in the air and figured out which way the wind was blowing and wrote an article. And then when you actually, so here's what I do. And this is another suggestion. First of all, print the article and actually read it. Because the act of reading words on paper is different from reading it on social media, number one. Number two, Google the author of the article. So, hey, who wrote this article? Jeff Jones. Uh, you know, I'm just making that up. You know, Bob Davis. Who is this Bob Davis idiot? You know, let's look him up and find out what his deal is. Well, then you know a little bit more about his point of view. Most of the people that write these articles um, are coming from 
think tanks, and there's nothing wrong with think tanks uh, because they vet certain issues and they have people who are scholars that you know know how to look up facts and so forth and so on. But then they are assembling the facts and writing uh, in a certain way to persuade. So you have to know what the person does and where they come from in order to understand why they wrote what they wrote. And then once you do that, you'll, you'll start to get an idea what, you know, actual news stories are versus stories that essentially are commentaries written by these think tank people who are on one side or another of a political fence with uh, an objective. So you're seeing a lot of articles from Larry. Uh, what's his name? I forgot now. Not Larry Elder, but uh, one of the stock market guys talking about how we're going to have um, who? Cudlow. Yeah, Larry Kudlow. And I love Larry Kudlow. I interviewed Larry Kudlow one time, and he was like, I'm eating my lunch. You know, <laughs> I love the guy. Um, but Larry Kudlow is, is, is now, along with Stephen Moore and others, they're supporting Trump because Trump's going in the direction. Good enough, he's going in the direction where we're going to advocate for whatever he wants to do when it comes to tax reform. And what you're going to get from Congress for tax reform, if you get it at all, is going to be completely different from what Larry Kudlow or Brian Westbury or these other guys that are advocating for this want. For their reasons to advocate for what they're saying, okay, fine. But people don't know that they're commentators. Uh, you know, you you have to look to find a list of facts regarding what has been proposed for tax reform. You have to read the financial press to understand what they are actually proposing. And yes, they are proposing to give you some more standard deductions, but take away your deductions. And that includes for businesses. And business guys are, oh, this is great. We're going to have 20% tax, yada, yada, yada. Except your itemization ability will be taken away. But you don't know that because you're too busy, and I include myself in this too, reacting to something on Facebook. So. Uh, that's, that's my mission is to, to stop the reaction, which is why I don't take calls anymore. Because honestly, people that call radio stations probably should be quiet and listen instead of calling. Sorry to insult people, not trying to do that, but you know, that's what I do. Um, because we need to think about where we get our information and what it means and get the facts. All right. Quick break. Bob Davis from Mitch Bird today on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-721-4880. That's 800-721-4880. 800-721-4880. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. 
Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone and call right now to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device, absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marvel that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling minicpap.com, 1-800-915-2344. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-2344. That's 1-800-915-2344. You give your business everything, but now you have a decision to make. Should you grow or go? Every business owner will exit their business someday. It's a big personal and financial decision. The best business owners know what their business is worth, and they know their options. Sunbelt Business Advisors can help you understand what your business is worth now and how to net the most when you sell. And if your business isn't ready for sale, we will show you how to get it ready. Here's the best part. Sunbelt gets paid when you get paid at the closing table. And if you aren't ready to exit your business right now, but you want to know what your company is worth, Sunbelt will meet with you for no charge, no cost, no commitment, absolutely confidentially. So whether you're ready to go or still working on your grow, meet with Sunbelt now. The world's largest business brokerage firm is ready to help you. Call 612-455-0880. 612-455-0880. That's 612-455-0880. Or go to sunbeltminnesota.com. sunbeltminnesota.com. Welcome back. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Bob Davis from Mitch Berg today. Uh, I'm sorry, Mitch. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I know Mitch is uh, Mitch is uh, like me. One of his favorite words is statism, and we often laugh about that. But it's uh, you know uh, one of my missions when it comes to podcasting is to get away from this avalanche of persuasion. You think whatever you want to think, and you vote for whoever you want to vote for. And I'm not going to predict the future, and I'm not going to tell you what to do. Uh, uh, we, I'll give you another example. You know, so w- another story that I'm not sure what to think about is the North Korean thing. And so here's what yeah, ha- here's what happens. Um, the news story comes out. You know, United States planes flew along the coastline of the North Korean international airspace. And then there's reaction to that, both from the North Koreans and the South Koreans and the Japanese and the Russians and blah, 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 blah. And um, what you hear is planes flew over the North Koreans and they're freaking out. We're going to be attacked. Trump's going to get us into a war with North Korea or we're going to have a war with North Korea and we're going to crush them. We're going to win. And uh, Trump's going to be a brilliant leader and or it's Trump doesn't know what he's doing or Trump's brilliant and actually pretends like he doesn't know what he's doing. And, uh, you know, rope dopes everybody for that reason. And meanwhile, I just read this morning that we're actually talking to North Korean, 
you know, and so one of the things I said, well, you know, one way this could end is with negotiation, which is what this is all about. Um, but you don't know that unless you you again, you spend a lot of time reading uh, the uh, foreign policy media, you know, foreign policy blogs or foreign policy stuff. And even though there's a lot of persuasion, a lot of that. So it's like this with everything. You're constantly being persuaded. So we're watching and reading commercials all the time. And we don't even know it. So we're being persuaded to think this way or persuaded to think that way. And I suppose 100 years ago, uh, you know, when you went down to the corner store uh, and uh, sat around the wood stove and listened to Frank the farmer uh, try to persuade you to believe that such and such was true, that was the same thing. But at least you knew Frank the farmer was nuts. You know, you, you knew Frank the farmer or you knew that Frank the farmer you know, might be nuts, but he was an innovative farmer and did things. Uh, and sometimes he was right about stuff because you knew the guy. You grew up with him. We don't have that anymore. So I'm not saying it's fake news. And I've, I've retired. I actually started fake news. I started it. And I've retired its use because it it's not descriptive, really, of what's going on. You know, Trump said, it's fake news. It's all, you know, only my news. Only what I say is true. Everything else is fake. So I stopped doing that. But what it is, is it's not really news either because it's written with the idea of persuading people. Um, so it is hard to engage in politics uh, on the radio or in traditional media anymore because everyone thinks that you have to think a certain way. And uh, if I've learned one thing about America, America, it's that we don't think the same about anything. And that's OK. Doesn't you know? I, this is this whole thing where you have to agree with me, uh, or I've got to win the argument across the back fence with the guy who's that crazy liberal guy. And I've said many times in podcasts, you know, uh, you might not like left wingers, and left wingers might not like you, but sometimes the other side is right. You know, not always. <laughs> and I say that for both sides, but this it's this. This partisan, hyperpartisan, it has to be my way, and the people that I don't agree with are always wrong, no matter what they say, they're wrong. And that is how we are being manipulated, because we're not ever able to think in an unbounded, creative way. And we have to learn to think in an unbounded, creative way. That includes me. I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about me, too. That... We have to we have to try to think in an unbounded way, and uh, in order to do that, you got to get away from being engaged with what the people who are trying to persuade us to think in certain ways are. Then you can start thinking about that. And you know, there's examples every week. You know, next, like I said, next week it's going to all be about you know, is the president right to criticize Puerto Rico? Last week it was all about the stupid NFL thing, um, and. Uh, you know, those players, we're wrapping ourselves in the flag. There's no law that says you have to stand for the national anthem. People just do it because it's by rote. We've been taught since we were little kids. You stand for that national anthem. And I'm not saying don't stand for the national anthem. I'm not sitting here saying we should get rid of national anthems because yada, yada, yada. Or we have to say the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, our founders were a little cynical when it came to that stuff because they had been inundated with that as a subject of of the king. You could not criticize the king. You had to stand for the Union Jack and so forth. So they were, you know, they were uh, naturally not for, you know, saying oaths. We don't have oaths in the United States. We do now. 
because of the Pledge of Allegiance, and we stand up for the flag because, you know, it's for the veterans. We stand for the flag, right? I mean, I will tell you that when I went to the air show this summer in uh, Oshkosh, because there's so many military people there and ex-military people there, uh, you know, they the whole place stops when they do the national anthem before the air show. It's just that's the way it is. I don't know if that would happen at the state fair. <laughs> hey, put down that chocolate pork chop uh, and, uh, and and stand for the national anthem. You you know, they wouldn't have the national anthem twice a day at the state fair. So it's a little different. And I kind of think we ought to just leave Americans alone. I, I really don't. I, I really don't really like being told what to do. You know, that was a big problem when I was growing up. It got me in, in trouble with my dad all the time because he used to tell me what to do all the time and I didn't like it. And I don't like it now. And, you know, I, I, I don't presume to tell you to stand for the national anthem. But we got a big debate about it. And like I said, we're not talking about the things that they're actually doing to us. You know, the most dangerous thing in the country is not football players kneeling. The most dangerous thing in a country is 435 guys called Congress. That is the most dangerous force in this country, Congress. What they do has more impact on our lives, uh, ultimately, than, than the president and anyone else. They're the most dangerous people on the planet. And no one, no one even thinks about it. They're all upset because what's his name? You know, a 22-year-old kid who plays football won't stand for the national anthem. You know, who cares? I certainly don't. I don't care about football. And now it's all this, you know, what's going to happen to the NFL? So I'll just tell you my theory. The NFL, uh, you know, is going to go on. The NFL is a religion. Football is a religion. If forget Jesus. Jesus is just some guy. It's That's over. Forget, you know, God. It's football. That's the God. And maybe people are a little upset with the NFL because of the, they're not following the catechism of, uh, you know, American Pie, Chevrolet, and, you know, Janet Jackson or whatever, or Beyonce at the, the halftime show. Um it's it's this religion, and you know, as long as you keep doing the religion, you're fine. So 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 the NFL will survive and get stronger because of the controversy, and uh, you'll forget all about it because guess what? We'll all be talking about whether the Puerto Ricans deserve our, you know, uh, our love or our hate <laughs> next week, and nobody even cares. When was the last time you were in Puerto Rico? I was in Puerto Rico. It must have been like ten, twelve years ago, and it was a it was a more, maybe even longer than that. It was um, I had a layover. A wonderful place, Puerto Rico. And you know, the only here in Minnesota, nobody. The only time anybody goes to Puerto Rico is in when it's you know forty below zero. And uh, in New York, there's a lot more Puerto Ricans, right? Or Chicago, there's probably a lot more Puerto Ricans in that. that you know, they have Puerto Rico Day in New York, which is amazing. They have the Puerto Rican Street Fair, and it, it really is really something. And so, yeah, in New York, if you go around saying, those damn Puerto Ricans, how dare they? (laughs) You're going to get, somebody's going to get in your grill. You're going to get in trouble for that. But here, you know, so we're going to argue about that now for the next, you know. We're going to argue about that now for the next two weeks until Trump comes up with something else. And this is, you know, this is what we do now. It's ridiculous. So... You know, how do you want what do you want your government to do? What do you think it should do? What do we need institutionally to take advantage of technology 
how are we going to address these debates about, Amer- you know, uh, artificial intelligence? How are we going to address these debates about America's place in the world vis-a-vis China and a rising China um, or Russia or uh, those types of things? How do we make the economy grow? What really works to make the economy grow? Um, that type of thing. What is socialism? What is, you know, classic economics? You know, what is supply side economics? Those are questions. we No one's talking about that. Because we're too busy talking about Trump's tweets and we revel in it. And if you say anything against Trump in some circles where well, you're, you're a bad person, you should be defending him. He can defend himself. He is a big boy and he has a Twitter account and he's the president. He can defend himself. I don't need to defend him to you. If you love him, great. If you hate him, I don't care. What's the difference? You know, where do you get Oprah? I'm not running for president. She said that this weekend. That's the new thing. I don't even know where that came from. And I'll bet you $100 that was some idiot at some think tank, you know, some smart idiot at uh, some think tank that said, let's let's throw out the Oprah canard. And then people can argue for two years about whether Oprah should be a candidate for president. She's the only hope for the Democrats, Oprah. And my understanding was Oprah was a Republican for a while. Till Obama came along. And when she decided to support Obama, her show jumped the shark because people perceived her in the great, vast middle America. They didn't perceive her as a political actor. She was just Oprah. She was like everybody's sister. Right. And then she comes up with this, you know, I'm going to support Obama. And that was the end of the show. It took a couple of years, but that was it. Now she's going to run for president, supposedly. Well, so we're going to talk about that. I can't stand that woman. You know, she should not be president. She's, you know, let me tell you, if she decides to run for president, that's going to be very interesting. Oprah against Trump. (laughs) It's like cartoon characters. We've got cartoon characters. (sighs) All right. Well, we'll take I I have to compose myself. I'm going to have to compose myself and I will figure out something else to talk about. Bob Davis from Mitch Berg today on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. AM 1280, The Patriot. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show. Here, every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Past attenders, when asked about Scott Black's leadership awakening, just smile, shake their head and say, I can't explain it, but it changed my life. Mr. Black from Like It Matters has released two half-off vouchers for his Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, St. Louis, or Dallas. Leadership Awakening is regularly $2,000, but now with the special offer, it's half price, just $1,000. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on Deals. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely... 
you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Madison Reed, and my mom named her revolutionary hair color company after me. My mom taught me that women can do anything they set their mind to. Hi, I'm Madison's mom, Amy Errett. I founded Madison Reed with the idea to create luxurious, ammonia-free, salon-quality, at-home hair color that saves women time and money. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, multi-dimensional, shiny hair. I'm proud to say Madison Reed is a female-led company. From our chief marketing officer to our master colorist, we're all women and top experts in our field. Founded in love, we are a hair color company led by women, made for women. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code GRATEFUL. That's code GRATEFUL. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. Bingo. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Benjamin Franklin Plumbing is celebrating seniors and their contribution to our community. Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber, is offering all seniors 20% off their plumbing services every Wednesday. Call Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber, 877-BEN-1776. This reminds me of T-Rex. We got to get that bumper, man. Welcome back to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Bob Davis from Mitchburg today. So, yeah, no, I'm not taking calls. And Carol called in and said, You're a hypocrite! You ask questions and then... You sound like my mom. You ask... Bob, you ask questions and then you don't let people call in. First of all, it's my OCD thing. I got a, I've got content here. I have a schedule of things to talk about, and if I take calls... I'm just going to get confused. And I ask questions because these are things that you don't answer. So if I ask a question, don't answer it. Just think about it. See, we don't think enough. We're too busy reacting. That's my point. So if somebody comes up and says, uh, I think there should be portajons on every corner in this country, and I think the federal government should pay for them. And they ought to be really nice, and they should be cleaned, which means we're going to have to hire union personnel to clean them and make sure that they – and they should have lights – and they should be decorated just like the bus stops. And uh, there should be attendance and we should have portable washrooms so the homeless can take showers. And uh, people immediately react to that. Oh, that's the most ridiculous thing. I've, that's, we're, that's wrong. We should not do that. Instead of thinking about it. <laughs> just think about it for a while. By the way, at the air show this summer, they had... Uh, so I don't know if you've ever been to the air show in Oshkosh, but it's really cool. It's they had the B one there. They had the uh, 
the flying wing, whatever that thing is, the B-2. They had um, B-52s. They had, you know, my favorite are some of those planes from the 50s that are there, um, just, you know, warbirds. And I'm talking about I'm talking about airliners from the 50s, D3, DC-3s and stuff like that, and Hamiltons and whatever, or whatever that plane is. And uh, the... There's a lot of people at the air show, and so they have these showers that have been, you know, they're permanent buildings that have showers, and basically they're just um, hoses with uh, things like on your dishwasher, and that's how you shower. And so I live there, so I take the truck and I live under the tower for a week at the air show. But this year, they pulled in these semi-trailers that have, you know— uh, they're really nice showers. Like you go in and they're they're It's great. It's a huge difference to be able to take a shower privately and uh, a nice thing. So I thought, you know, we should have those brought in so that you could take a shower anytime. <laughs> and uh, I ask questions because I think people need to think. We need to think uh, constructively. We need to think. We need to be able to think creatively about things rather than having people constantly telling us what to think and uh, and how we're supposed to react to things because we don't consider things enough because we're too busy telling people what they're supposed to think and what we think and what this guy said that we should think about this, that, or the other thing. It's one of the things that I do that I, you know, and I'm not saying this is great, you know, because I, this is relatively new, but one of the things I do is, when I get up in the morning, um, I just sit and I don't speak. I don't talk to myself because I talk to myself all the time, you know. And I do answer myself. <laughs> but I don't, th- I don't think, I don't look at my phone, I don't, you know, do anything. I just sit there and just let the, um, the internal thoughts kind of just ruminate. And, and when you actually are aware of what you're thinking about, that's a, a, a very interesting exercise is, you know, uh, awareness of what you're actually thinking about when you're thinking. And in our society, we're too busy thinking about what we're going to say next because it's constantly coming at us, whether it's on the phone, the radio's on, the television is on everywhere you go, and it's just constant. So that's what I mean by asking questions. I asking questions and trying to provoke people to think. Uh, and it, it, it doesn't require a response. I don't need to have people call in and tell me what they think about what I said because you're supposed to think about it for a while. Uh, and there was a lot in this hour to think about. There's a, there's a, these are this avalanche of advocacy that we're dealing with. These, this is a big concept. This isn't something that you just go, yeah, whatever, and move on. It's really a big concept because when you start thinking about all of the persuasion, let's say, that we're dealing with, um, you you see how it kind of just um, filters into almost everything that you do uh, and infects like a virus. And if you pay attention to that, then you can start to see where things are going or, or, or where you think things might going might be going. And so your your opinion about that is just as valid as the president's opinion about that. And we have a tendency to put people on a pedestal because – Oh, I, I went to see that Eric Paulson, and, you know, he's really got a lot of information about the education system. Well, of course, that's all they do all day is read information about stuff. So they sound like they've got – and or I went to see that so-and-so and that, you know, he's really a – he really knows a lot. Well, and they think that they don't because so-and-so knows a lot more. 
And the thing is, we do individually. You do individually. You just have to think about it. And you don't have time to think because everybody's always telling you what you should think and how this one's going to win and that one's going to win and here's what's going to happen and here's what you're supposed to do. So what we have in politics, and we'll talk a little bit about you know politics regionally and in the state next hour, what we have in politics in this country is we have cults of personality. We don't have organization. We don't have people who get involved in politics because they want better farm roads. And that's their objective to get into the become county commissioner so they can get better farm roads in regional areas. Back in the 1940s and 50s, when we got heavier farm machinery, you know, they couldn't use the dirt road. So a lot of guys got involved in politics because they were ticked off because they needed better roads. We don't do that anymore. People don't get involved in politics to be organized to hold the feet to the fire of these, you know, these, um, you know, satanically inspired congressmen. (laughs) You know, through some organization because they're too busy reacting to what everyone tells you you're supposed to do or what you're supposed to think. So I want to talk about some of that in the next hour. We'll talk about maybe a little bit of the gubernatorial race (laughs) or some of these congressional races, which are going to be so uh, interesting in, uh, in uh, in the next little while. So that's coming up in the next hour at 1280 to Patriot. Bob Davis from Mitch Berg. This afternoon, such as it is. Mike Gallagher here for Relief Factor. You might be asking, who should consider ordering Relief Factor? Well, anyone with pain that's keeping them from doing things that bring joy to their life. Maybe taking a long walk, not having the pain, riding a bike, playing golf again without pain, opening a jar or sewing or using a hammer, even rolling out of bed every morning without pain. For me, I had hip replacement, and then I had a little bit of a scooter accident in New York, left me miserable, aches and pains, until I started taking Relief Factor. Heard about them on the radio, I started to take Relief Factor. A packet in the morning, a packet in the evening. You know what? I was completely pain-free. I want to prove it to you by you taking the three-week quick start from Relief Factor. It's only $19.95. Do you know 80% of those who take the quick start order again? We know it works. So if your pain isn't worth the price of a cup of coffee a day to lower, then you're not in much pain. If it is worth it, try the three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Relief Factor. Message and data rates may apply. Oh my gosh, that's Frank Thomas. No. Yes, that's him. Go ahead. Excuse me, are you Frank Thomas? Yes, I am. I bet you get recognized a lot. I was a pretty good ball player. You were? Some people thought so. Sorry, we recognize you from those Nugenics commercials. Oh yeah? That's great. So does Nugenics really work? Oh yeah, I really can feel the difference. My workouts are better, and I feel a lot more energetic. I wish my husband would use Nugenics. It's so easy to get started. All you have to do is send one simple text. Text the word PRIME22 to 321 
888-321-3321 for a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And you're going to like the difference, too. Text Prime 22 to 321-321 for a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Samples are not available in stores. Text PRIME22 to 321-321. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin pointing out today's challenges in the economy for today's investors. The investment landscape has dramatically changed in the last five years, the last 10 years, the last two years to where you have investment vehicles that you now have access to and can invest in those IRA structures and you can create an income plan and not just be susceptible to those uh, mutual fund strategies. Saturday at 3 and Sundays at 11 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. This is AM Three-star general Michael J. Flynn Head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency Knew all the government's dirty secrets He was one of the most respected generals in the military Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to He understood its funding He ordered the first audit Of the use of contractors This set off alarm bells The explosive new documentary Flynn Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.